Quiet on set. Rolling. Action. Action. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Explain yourself. <laughs> I'm having a crisis. You know, you know when when you realize that you have to go to work in the morning and you have this crisis in your head of like how much do I need this job? How much do I want to have to wake up and go to this job? Uh, that is the crisis that I am having right now. It is 11.53 at night. And I have to wake up at 7. That Good is for my you. Crisis. I have to leave. At I least you're going to have a fun day. I have to work an 8-hour, even more than an 8-hour shift. With penguins. In a Barbie costume. That you picked. Still. <laughs> you get to hang out with film industry professionals all day tomorrow. <clears throat> A couple hours. With free food. You too. I don't get free food at my job. You get free breakfast. Yeah. A couple of cookies and a milk. Oh. <laughs> that sounds great. No, it does not. That's usually what you really crave at night. Yeah, not at 7.30 in the morning. Then don't eat it. <laughs> but it's there. Then eat it. Uh, anyways, hi. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Encot, and welcome back. What you gotta jump? Yawn. No, it's gone now. <laughs> and welcome back to another movie review. Woo! This time we are catching up to the spooky season, uh, and with that, one of the most anticipated movies of the Halloween season. Halloween being the key word there. Halloween. This is not a horror movie. This is not a horror movie. <laughs> this is just Halloween. And we're talking about none other than Hocus, Hocus Pocus 2. <laughs> well, yeah, we saw this movie probably like two weeks ago or something like that. Now she's yawning. Shush. <laughs> she's going to make me yawn. I don't need your, your play-by-play. <laughs> I'm just letting everybody know what's going on. Uh-huh. Okay, continue. Yeah. Well, we saw this movie a couple weeks ago and... We've been wanting to do this, but I mean, I think we've been complaining for the past couple of episodes of how crazy October has been. So I don't but think October is <laughs> almost done. It's literally yeah. what the twenty seventh. Yeah, it's the twenty seventh of October right now. And Soon to be the twenty eighth in five minutes. I literally told the people at my job like, "Hey, I know I've been like dropping the ball a little mm. bit. Just like give me like November tenth, and I'll go back." <laughs> Yes, by November, everything should be organized. Yeah. Not fixed, organized. Because, I mean, right now, we were filming all day today, mm -hmm. senior thesis. And then I'm Not filming, hours, Not hours, friends. yeah. But I'm filming my senior thesis next weekend. Mm -hmm. Mind you, it's Friday pretty much right yeah. now. So, um, it's coming... Come, it's being really close right now. Yeah. And but thankfully, we have been taking some time to plan out some really exciting episodes yep. for both the Halloween season as well as the Thanksgiving season and the Christmas season. So, you know, as we trudge through the rest of October, <laughs> just know that we content. have some really exciting episodes planned, some special guests that we're going to try to bring on as mm -hmm. well. So I hope you all... 
Stick with us through this next couple of months. We'll have so much fun content, not just your average movie review. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that, let's go on to your average movie review of a unaverage <laughs> movie. Um, Hocus Pocus 2. Um, did you watch the original Hocus Pocus when you were a kid? Of course. I okay. think it's a, it's a classic. I was about to say a Christmas classic. <laughs> it's a classic. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know if I just never saw it on TV or what. I didn't even mm. know what Hocus Pocus was until a few years ago. I don't. That's I insane. don't really get it. I don't know. Uh, but I did see it. Um, I mean, you want to know what my ago? thing was in Halloween? What the Mickey Mouse show Halloween oh, special with all of the villains? The House of Villains one. Yeah, yeah that was good. But yeah, other than that, I was. I was like a Halloween Town kid. I didn't see, mm-hmm. and I never ones. saw Halloween Town until you showed it to me. So we have swapped. <laughs> um, so yeah, we watched the original Hocus Pocus. I want to say two years ago. So I do know what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're in Hocus Pocus two. And this originally came out September thirtieth, directed by Anne Fletcher. And of course, it has the original three witches Woo-hoo. as our Sarah Winifred and Mary. We have Sarah Sarah Jessica Parker, Bette Midler, and I'm so sorry if I'm saying this last name incorrectly, Kathy Najimi. Um, we also see Nagini. Uh, Najimi and it. Nagini. N A J I M Y. Isn't that how you spell Nagini? No. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> um, we have a mother witch in this movie, played by Hannah Waddingham. Mm, mm-hmm. Billy Butcherson is back, played by Doug Jones. Well, and then what is. makes this. Yes, you remember Billy? Billy from the first movie? Oh, oh no, no, okay, yeah. That should no. be Billy from the first movie. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Anyways. I was thinking the wrong um, character. What was interesting, I don't know if you noticed this, the first movie was a uh, brother-sister bonding over mm-hmm. a big move to Salem. This is three girls becoming friends again and discovering that they have witchy powers, just like <laughs> the three The rest sisters. of the witches. <laughs> uh, so playing those three best friends is our main character, Becca, played by Whitney Peake, Cassie, played by Lilia Buckingham, and Izzy, played by Belissa Escobar. Um, we also get to see a young Winifred, Sarah, and Mary mm-hmm. as well. There's a little bit of a flashback going on at the very beginning. Uh, Winifred, young Winifred is played by Taylor Henderson. Young Sarah is played by Juju Journey Brenner. And young Mary is played by Nina Kitchen. Um, so, yeah. Um, we also have, I guess, kind of our antagonist minor antagonist uh which is gilbert yep um played by my sam richardson so um annoying <laughs> oh my goodness gilbert is very annoying but he is very like much like the anti-hero mm-hmm. um of the movie so let's go into a little bit of a plot summary i'm sure you just heard what the movie is about but we'll go into it a little bit deeper um so this is written on imdb 
if you want to read this yourself. It says, in 1653 in Salem, the teenager Winifred Sanderson is banned from the village by the local Reverend Trask after refusing to get married with John Pritchett. She causes a havoc in the town and runs with her sister Sarah and Mary to the Forbidden Forest, where they meet the witch mother that gives a magic spellbook to Winifred. On the present days in Salem, people are celebrating Halloween and the aspirant witch Becca um, will celebrate her 16th birthday with her friend Izzy. They both miss their friend Cassie that is dating a schoolmate. When the owner of a magic store, Gilbert, gives a magic candle to Becca as a birthday gift, she goes to the forest with Izzy and they summon the Sanderson sisters. Winifred, Sarah, and Mary return seeking children to eat, revenge against the Trask descendants. What can Becca and Izzy do to stop the sisters dun, dun, dun. Mm. not a bad summary now right one thing i want to say about this movie is that it actually didn't feel like a fan service mm. and many other movies nowadays are sequels of like classics you should feel like oh this is purely like th- a couple of things from spider-man mm-hmm. were like oh you did this because the fans wanted it yeah this movie this entire movie doesn't feel like a fan service mm-hmm. it's like yes we have the three witches back but you're not going to get, in theory, what you will expect from a Hocus Pocus 2 sequel. I can agree with that. It's Definitely. not something the fans were necessarily expecting, mm-hmm. which I don't think it's a bad thing. They went their own way. They made a completely new story. They mm-hmm. added a couple different things to them, this whole universe, which is like the new witch mm-hmm. and uh, other people... Right. having these magic abilities period mm-hmm. and so there were a couple of really good interesting things and and they were also like really just like i i don't know if i want to say pop culture or whatever but like mm-hmm. them going into a walgreens that was just like a thing <laughs> one of the reviews i got actually did um write a little bit about that they had some issue with it which i can understand i can understand it but yeah. i found it kind of funny Kind of comic. You'll have to watch the movie to know what scene we're talking about, but you'll know it when you see it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I don't know about you, but when I first heard of sequel, I the way that I know sequels is you bring back the main characters in one way or another. I honestly was expecting to see the, the, the kid. brother yeah. and sister again. Me too. Um, in some capacity. Which it sounds like um, they still they should still be around because it hasn't been that many years. Yeah, but they're somehow just completely uninvolved mm. in the Sanderson. And the Sanderson thing. sisters are not um, like we gotta find them to get a revenge. Exactly. Um, and what's <laughs> also really weird about that is there's this one scene that I actually take a lot of issue with, where a couple is sitting on the couch watching the original Hocus Pocus movie. And it's like, what are the rules of this world? Because then not only you have that, you have people dressed in the town square's Halloween festival as as that, not just the sisters, but as the people from the movie, like like that devil, older devil couple, dressed up as people from like that. You know, so it's like... Like, what, you're not establishing that this was just a movie. You're saying that there's almost, like, a movie about what happened. Mm. I mean, that could be one solution. They made a movie about what actually happened. Mm. Maybe that's why the brother and sister Mm. are not around, because, I don't know, they got a lot of money for that movie, or whatever. You just hear nothing about them. I think 
the main situation with that is that they know they're not going to make another one. And they knew that it would be funny to just Mm -hmm. have this. So All the Easter eggs from the first movie. yeah. So they're like, if they get it, they get it. If they don't, it's fine. We're not going to make another one anyways. They're still Mm going to watch this one. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's not exactly what I would have done. I wish they would have just talked about it a little bit more. Uh, I wish there was some more, like, disbelief. Like, oh, the Sanderson's aren't real. Um, instead of, like, almost implying that both instances could take place at the exact same time. It's complicated, though, because in the first movie, everyone was under that that spell and dancing. Mm -hmm. So then you think, like, people would have talked. Yeah. But then, uh, I don't know. Like, we saw them, blah, blah, blah. I mean, there's a really funny scene with those costumes, which is, like, a costume contest of the one that looks the more like the Sanderson Mm -hmm. sisters. Which is hilarious. And they do the, the classic, the original doesn't sound as good as the copy. Mm-hmm. Um, in which the originals didn't win the competition yeah. of who looks the most like It's them. just weird because technically, <laughs> like, these sisters attempted to kidnap and kill every child mm-hmm. in Salem. And they make a movie about it. And people are excited to dress up as them for Halloween. That's kind of weird. You gotta admit. Like, Whoa. if you think about it like that... What? At least the older people should take a little bit more issue. Uh, the kids, I can understand. Yeah, but they're witches. They're not, like, serial killers. Yeah, but literally they're trying to lure children to eat them. The yeah, brother but... could testify to that. Yeah, but if right now an alien comes down from the sky and gets a couple of people into their spaceship, are you not going to dress up as them? No. Like, this is just a thing that never happens. Like, this is a one... In a lifetime situation. Anyways, we're going too into it. Let's go <laughs> into some reviews. First one is, of course, from Roger Ebert. I get so many reviews from him. Uh, I oh, really Roger. like the last paragraph that he puts in there. It seems like it seems like this this person really liked it. Like the, It says, The challenge for the sequel to a beloved film is maintaining enough of the original to make the fans happy without being too repetitive yeah. or mm-hmm. confusing newcomers. And Hocus Pocus 2 gets that just right. The highlights of the first film are celebrated, and there's a delightful musical number, and there are some very funny moments, including a St. Innocent Sisters costume competition. It's not a spoiler to say that smart, brave, and loyal teenagers get more comic treats than tricks. So does the audience. No, watch all the way to the end for the credits. Watch all the way to the end of the credits for an extra scene, is what they said. I don't think Which, we saw that. I don't think we saw that either. Well, we're, we're about to, to look it, it up. <laughs> um... The next one I have here is from The Guardian. Um, So, it seems like they didn't like it as much. Um, The Guardian never likes anything. (laughs) Um, The dialogue is leaden with exposition. There are weird, indulgent musical sequences that perhaps serve as a tease of the inevitable Broadway musical in the works and admittedly Ooh, intriguing prospect. I'm excited about and that. And there's a Walgreens sequence that's so aggressively branded it feels like we're watching a Super Bowl ad. The makers <laughs> also seem confused about the rules of the world that we're spending time in with one snippet showing characters watching the original on TV. So in Hocus Pocus 2, Hocus Pocus exists which begs too many questions to even begin to answer. I tried, got a migraine and promptly gave up. Naturally, the return trio are all game as ever committing to the bit despite dialogue from screenwriter jen d'angelo that lacks the fizz 
they deserve. The ship shift from murderous menace to mild mischief also mm. gives them less to sink their teeth into in the culture clash comedy of the first and inevitably less pronounced with less Wait, what? <laughs> Gives them less to sink their teeth into in the culture clash comedy of the first is inevitably less pronounced with less of a gap in time. In the only real attempt to comment on this revolving around a pair of helpful Roombas from Walgreens, which is somehow even less funny than it sounds. I thought, I thought it was pretty um, funny. This coming Halloween, it's likely that many families will be watching Hocus Pocus 2 together, excited by the prospect of a tradition shift. Next Halloween, I doubt they'll be watching it again. Oh. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, so a couple of things in here, and I think you and I have had this conversation mm-hmm. many times. It's really complicated for people, let's say our age, say, oh, this movie is really great, when comparing yeah. it to classics, because what we think of, of classics is movies that we grew up with. Now, let's say my brother, that is five years old, mm-hmm. he might say in 10 years' time, Oh, I grew up with Hocus Pocus 1 and 2. So they're both classics. So I love them both and I watch them both every single year, one right Mm -hmm. after the other. He might say that. He probably will be. And things like Jingle Jangle for Christmas. That's another great movie that I think I will consider a classic in a couple of years. Mm -hmm. But it's really difficult for people our age to be like, this movie is just as good as the first one. Because we grew up with the first one. So we have deeper We grew feelings. up with our version of the first exactly. one. I'm sure the other yeah. adults felt the same way. So it's really complicated on that sense. But I mm-hmm. thought, let's be honest in here. I was not going into watching Hocus Pocus with the expectations of seeing an Oscar award winning movie. Not even just that. A good movie. I was going into this to see a Disney movie, which I know has flaws. I was going in there like, for a good time. Yeah. Good time, not um, a long time. Well... Yeah, it was a short movie. But, yeah, I, I was mm-hmm. not trying to go there with my criticisms and right. all along. But, but yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it. Mm-hmm. The last one I have is just from Variety. They say here, it's hard to be too intimidated by three women who keep erupting into musical numbers. Um which leaves so many you. questions like have they been rehearsing this in hell how long till this spawns a stage Probably. musical one senses all involved trying to recreate the easier earlier film sense of camp hocus pocus 2 is actually the better made film even if it amounts mm. to little more than a stealth remake with strategic decisions about the present day and old salem which trios being engineered to allow for more sequels whether or not it's three stars returns I mean, it is better made because there Mm -hmm. is better equipment and obviously... Better quality. Money. Money. There's more of that. They got quite a bit of money. Especially from that Walgreens sponsorship. (laughs) Like, gosh. It is is curious because, like, okay, I'll pay you to put me in your film. But this is more like a I want to film at your place kind of feel that I have. Mm -hmm. It's more like the movie was, like... Wouldn't it be hilarious if we filmed that at Walgreens? Yeah. So then they went to Walgreens and they were like, "Can we film at Walgreens?" It was. I don't think it was the other way around. Of like, can you film at my Walgreens? I, it doesn't feel like that. We literally just talked about this in our production and management class about um, saving money the, uh, and getting product money, product placement, and how they just they were basically handed so much money by including the Roombas yeah. and the Swiffer. And the Walgreens everywhere. And then also, like, having the Walgreens be, like, your classic white wall, white shelves mm-hmm. look to it as well. Like, 
I don't know. I think they did the Walgreens more for the for the funny mm-hmm. aspect of it. Because they could have done any little pharmacy, but no, they're gonna choose one of their partners, mm-hmm. Walgreens. Like, <laughs> oh man. But no, I think overall, I think kids most. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is made for you. You also have to understand that you're not the target audience. Like, yeah. If you're over over ten years old. You're not their target audience. I'm sorry about that. You're old. What can I do? For their target audience. Are you saying everybody over 10 years old is old? For this movie, yes. (laughs) I'm not saying don't watch it. I love this movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if I loved it, but it was great. I'm not saying don't watch it, Mm -hmm. but you're definitely not who they're trying to get the money out of. True. Because you're not the one that's going to be like, oh, I just saw Hocus Pocus 2, so I'm actually going to... Go buy all of their merch that says Hocus Pocus 2 all throughout the, sh- mm-hmm. the t-shirt and anything. It's going to be the kids that are like, oh, I just saw Hocus Pocus 2. Can you buy me a plushie? You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. That's their target audience. So who better to say how the movie was than mm-hmm. the kids? And the kids are yeah. going to watch this over and over and over. And I can totally understand how they made it for that demographic too. Because they didn't have to put in all the references from the first one. Exactly. If they were making it for the adults, they would have added all that in. This is more like a, your parents are watching this movie with you, so might as well give them a good time as well, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, how many cupboards out of five would you give this movie? Three. Three. Interesting. What about you? I don't know. I'll give it, I'll give it four. Mm. Not necessarily because it's a top movie that should be competing with whatever other movies I've given four mm. to. I don't know. I think I gave... Um, Spider-Man Away Home, somewhere around there, mm-hmm. four maybe four point five. I don't. I'm not saying this movie is just as good. I'm saying for what it is, it's just as enjoyable. I went to Spider-Man with expectations, mm-hmm. like big expectations. Right. It met him to a four. I went to this movie with lower expectations. It met them to a four. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. I'm not. I don't really know how I'm basing mm-hmm. my my. You enjoyed your time, and you would watch it again. Yeah, I guess. It took you a long time to answer that. I will watch it again (laughs) if I was like... You know I have a hard time re-watching movies. In general, yes. In general. So I'll watch it again in the background, for sure. Uh, Only in the background. Because we can't afford to actually pay attention to it. (laughs) (laughs) After watching one movie one time, I'm just like... Why? Yeah, you, you've you never watched a single movie twice. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter how great it is. You're not watching that thing ever again. Last year, I tried to watch Jingle Jangle for the second year in a row. I played it for like 10 minutes, and then I think I fell asleep. And you loved that movie. Well, it's because I already know the ending, so what am I expecting, you know? The experience! I know every <laughs> single thing that happens in this movie, so it's not like, oh, what's going to happen next? No. I know it what's going to happen. It's just the next. joy of reliving it. Reliving what? The good memories, the good vibes. That movie gives off great vibes. Yeah, they're in my head. I remembered those vibes. Nah, just kidding. It's fine. Uh-huh. You're just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here with us one more week. A couple of things. So, we do have a vlog, a YouTube channel that you can find us on YouTube as That Film Couple. Please follow us. The logo is pretty similar to the podcast logo. It's 
pretty much the exact same. I mean, thing. we just started this this channel, so it's it's kind of hard to find it as soon as you type that film couple. So when you type that film couple, put in the filters, channels, you'll find us right there. You'll see us right away. You know who we are. Also, if you can give this podcast, if you like, they give it a five star review on whatever Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever you're you're listening on. It really helps the algorithm show it to other people because then they're like, oh, this podcast is good. We can share it with more people. So please do that. It takes two seconds. Literally just click on the podcast right now. Go down to the episode. Five star. Thank you so much. You don't have to write anything whatsoever. Are you begging for stars. I'm not begging. I'm saying people not even I listen to podcasts all the time and I don't give it five stars because why, you know, but it really helps. Right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, you can follow me on Instagram at Sebas Alip, and then you can follow Kate at Kate Johnston 622. Thank you so much for being here one more day, and we hope to see you on the next one. And, and cut! cut.